You're listening to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. On this podcast, we believe that God's presence changes everything. I say that every episode, it's the tagline of this podcast, but it's also the subtitle of my new book called David's Tabernacle. And so the next few episodes are going to be a little bit different than usual because I want to bring you into the storyline of David's Tabernacle and my writing of this book and what God's doing in the earth and why this message is so important about the power of worship and prayer to bring the kingdom of God and the presence of God to the earth. I'm really excited about it. How God's presence changes everything isn't just a slogan, but for me, it's very personal. And so that's what I want to talk about on this episode. Before I get further along, I want to just welcome anybody who's tuning in for the first time. Thank you so much for checking us out. Our podcast exists to equip you and your community to host the presence of God, because like I said, we believe God's presence changes everything. So we release episodes on Thursdays, and they're usually either short little teachings or talks for me like today, or sometimes also extended interviews with leaders in the prayer movement or Bible teachers on topics like prophetic worship, intercessory prayer, unity, and those kinds of things. We're really passionate about missions, worship, revival. And so we would love for you to just hit subscribe however you're checking us out and track with us every week as we provide these resources to you to help equip you to host the presence of God. You can also visit our website at presencepioneers.org. Up there, we have all of our episode archives, all the show notes. You can search by keyword or by topic, and you can find all the episodes on, on any given topic. You can learn more about our ministry up there beyond our podcast. And you can also just make a donation to support us if you'd like. We're supported by the donations of those who uh, support Presence Pioneers. And so if you'd like to do that, you can go to presencepioneers.org. Thank you so much. All right. Well, for today's episode, I really want to just kind of share my heart and share some of my story, actually. Uh, This book called David's Tabernacle is releasing on May 18th. So maybe Uh, You're hearing this before that, or maybe you're hearing this after that. But by the time you hear this, the pre-order will be available. So you can go to Amazon and pre-order my book, David's Tabernacle, and I'd love for you to do that. But the subtitle of the book, like I said, is How God's Presence Changes Everything. And I sort of take three different tracks in this book to explain how God's presence changes everything and what I mean by that. A lot of it is Bible study, looking at King David looking at how David oriented his kingdom and his tabernacle and centralized the presence of God. And so I'm going to talk about that next week. The other track is my personal journey, because for me, this is not just theology and Bible study and and theory. For me, this is very personal. I've, I've given 15 to 20 years of my life believing that the way David worshiped is important for us and that that's going to transform lives and cities and nations. And I've seen it happen firsthand. And so there's a lot of stories in my book, and that's what I'm going to share some with you today. And then the third track is what God's doing in the earth right now in a big picture, not just my life, not just in ancient Israel, but what is God doing right now in your life, in your city, in your nation, in this global worship and prayer movement that's God's raising up all over the earth that's fueling missions movement 
and the kingdom of God crashing into the earth. It's an epic story. And so that's what we're going to be on the next three weeks. I launched the book with my personal story. In 2002, I was at a summer camp, a youth summer camp, and I found myself one night face down on the floor for about three hours, encountering the Lord in a powerful way, encountering the presence of God. It was a, it was a raw, rough, dirty camp floor. There was a guy in the corner with an acoustic guitar just, just singing from his heart to the Lord. And it was, you know, camp counselors praying for students. But for me, uh, I'd gone almost a whole week, hadn't really experienced much of the presence of God. But I just laid down on the floor out of frustration and desperation. God came and met me in that environment of extended hours of worship, and it changed my life forever. Well, a little backstory first. I was coming out of high school. Uh, senior year, I had a popular girlfriend. I had a cool rock band. We won the Battle of the Bands at the biggest venue in our town. And I was going to go to the School of Music at East Carolina University here in Greenville, North Carolina. And I was learning classical guitar. I was taking guitar lessons. By the time I graduated, my girlfriend had broke up with me. The band had broken up. Everybody was going off to college. My guitar teacher had moved away and I wasn't prepared to audition for the music school yet. I wasn't good enough. And so I was in this place of desperation. God, what am I going to do with my life at this point? Maybe some of you are young adults and you're experiencing that or even older adults. You go, what am I going to do with my life? And I believe in those moments, what we desperately need is we need to encounter the presence and the voice of God. We need to go to him and we need to be put ourselves in environments where he can speak to us and lead us and guide us through his word and by his Holy Spirit. And Thankfully, that's where I found myself at that summer camp when I was on the floor. And as I was laying there, I, I was reassured of the Father's love. I had a vision of myself coming into the lap of Jesus, and God just began to speak to me about who I was as His Son and how much He loved me, and it began to set me free of some fears and insecurity, and that continued to be a journey and, and still does, but that was a, a key moment for me to just receive the Father's love and to begin to be set free. God began to speak to me that I was supposed to be like David. My middle name is actually David, Matthew David. But God said that I was supposed to be like a David. And I had visions of myself uh, leading worship for people who were experiencing and encountering the presence of God in powerful ways. And I knew that my life was not to be my own. I wasn't supposed to be a rock star and a famous musician like I had hoped in high school. But God was saying, no, I've called you to worship. And the verse that really resonated with me out of this encounter was Romans 12.1, which says, therefore, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer your body as a living sacrifice, for this is your pleasing act of worship. So I came away from that just saying, God, I want to offer myself to you. I want to give my life to you. Whatever I do, let it be for your glory, whether I'm playing music or whatever else I'm doing. Let it be for your glory. Let it be as an act of worship to you. And so I, I had some really crazy supernatural encounters, actually, during this hours that I was on the floor uh, and the summer camp. Uh, one of them was I began to smell like beautiful fragrances, like perfumes and things. But I distinctly remember when I laid down on the floor, I mean, I'll never forget this. I laid down on the floor and it was stinky, you know, it was a dirty, hard, probably linoleum camp floor where, you know, kids I've been running in and out all summer. I lay down face down on this floor and it smelled horrible. But as God began to manifest himself to me, I began to experience his presence. 
I, I began to, to smell these pleasing aromas. And I realized God was already in that moment beginning to teach me about worship. He was saying that uh, he receives our worship as a pleasing offering, that when we lay our lives down to him, when we surrender to him, he says, that's a sweet fragrance to me. It's a pleasing aroma to me. You know, the truth is we can minister to God. We can move his heart. He doesn't change, but he's touched by us and responds to us with emotion. Uh, he loves it when we worship him. It's pleasing to him. And so God receives our worship and God was beginning to already teach me that through this supernatural smell of incense and perfumes that I was smelling during this time. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. And a little caveat here, this kind of encounter is not normal for me. There's a couple of key moments in my life that I've had these kind of wild supernatural encounters. Most of my life is pretty mundane but I have had these marking moments in the presence of God. Another thing, along with the smell, is what I heard. I remember laying on the floor and hearing a girl's voice begin to sing a song called uh, Grace Flows Down. And I heard her singing this song, and I recognized the song, and it sounded beautiful. But I, I didn't want to come out of this moment with the Lord, so I kept my eyes closed. But then later I began to ask people, I said, hey, who was it that was walking around singing this song? And they said it was Katie. Now, Katie was a girl in our youth group who was notoriously bad at singing. Uh, she was known for singing boldly, singing loudly, and singing off key. So she was a passionate worshiper, but she was not a musician or a singer, but she loved the Lord. And so I heard Katie, who can't sing well, the way it was coming into my ears was that it sounded beautiful. Uh, supernaturally, God somehow changed the sound of her voice so that I could hear it the way he hears it. And even in that moment, God was beginning to, to speak to me about how he receives our worship. He hears our hearts. He doesn't just hear the sound of our voices. And he was teaching me in this encounter what he hears. And so we can be encouraged as we worship, regardless of whether we can sing good, or not, that God hears the song of our hearts, which means even if we do sing good, we can't fake it. He hears what's really going on. 
uh, in our hearts, and he wants uh, the purity of our love and devotion to him. And so this was a life-changing experience for me. I came out of this encounter and was like, basically, I was called into ministry through this encounter, and I I would not go full-time into ministry until about five or six years later, but I began to give my life and all of my free time uh, towards music and worship and trying to help my friends and others experience the presence of God like I had. I said, man, if we could just get kids together, at the time it was teenagers, if we could get teenagers together in a room, uh, extended times of musical worship, not realizing that's what David did in his tabernacle, but I just had encountered God and I just said, we need to do that more. Uh, let's get let's get them together and let's do this. And it is going to change people's lives, especially if they're like in this season I was where it's like, what am I going to do with my life? This kind of young adult, late teens time of life. And so we came home and started this ministry called 622 on Friday nights, where we begin to, to invite all of our friends to come for a couple of hours. We put a band, I put a band together and we just worshiped. We just played music for hours, opened up the Psalms, and we, we read about how David said we should praise the Lord. And we just tried it. We sang and we danced, we shouted and we clapped and we pushed the chairs out of the way because we wanted space to dance around and we cut the music up real loud because it was all a bunch of teenagers and the adults weren't in there. So they couldn't tell us to turn it down. And for some reason, my pastor let me do this, but uh, we just had an amazing time. But not only was it very freeing and enjoyable and fun for us, we had teenagers coming together up to a you know, hundred or more, a lot, a lot of Friday nights, uh, but God's presence and spirit were really there. And there were kids up front weeping, repenting of their sins Kids got saved on these Friday night meetings, physical healing, supernatural healings. There were actually a lot of demonic deliverance. Uh, we begin to realize that when we invite God's presence through extended time of worship and prayer, that his glory manifests and that brings confrontation against anything hindered to his kingdom. When the king comes, when God's enthroned in our praises, that means he, is, he comes as king, which means he comes to lead and to rule and to reign in our hearts and our lives. And so people who have, who are, you know, opposed to him with pride or those who are in sin or those who have demonic oppression and bondage in their life, those things are going to begin to get confronted or even physical sickness, uh, which means there's beautiful miracles, but there's also resistance at times. There's one story where we were meeting on these Friday nights and a girl, you know, who was demonized, she crossed the threshold into the main worship room where we were, and she immediately turned around and threw up on the floor, uh, which, you know, many times is a reaction when someone's experiencing deliverance uh, from demonic torment. And so some of our team at the time had to grab her and and carry her into the kitchen, which we kind of used as like a makeshift deliverance room to pray for people and minister to people that needed some special attention on those those times. It was a wild time, but that was the beginning of my journey into ministry. And it carried the heart of the tabernacle of David because it was musical praise and worship according to the book of Psalms. That was our entire model. That was our entire approach. We just said, hey, we wouldn't have said it like this, but God's presence changes everything, right? So let's get people praising and worshiping the Lord. We know he's going to be enthroned in our praises and it's going to change our lives and it's going to fuel our mission and help us uh, live lives for him uh, and for his glory. And so I've continued over the last 15 to 20 years now to see over and over and over the power 
of God's presence, the power of day and night worship and prayer. And so all throughout my David's Tabernacle book, I share different stories along our journey. That's kind of the origin story for me. But I also parallel that with deep Bible study and uh, about David's life and about Jesus, because all that David did points to Christ and what Christ is doing now and what he's going to do in the future. So I hope you enjoyed listening to a little bit of my story and my journey. Maybe it helps you understand why I always say God's presence changes everything because it's changed my life. It's very real to me. And I've constantly seen his presence change my life, transform me, sanctify me from glory to glory to glory. And I've seen many others encounter God in these environments of his presence as we worship him and never be the same. And so I believe that's going to happen in a greater and greater way in our lives, in our communities, in our cities, in our nations around the world. All right. And just one more plug, my book, David's Tabernacle, How God's Presence Changes Everything. Please check it out. It's at least available for pre-order. By the time you watch this or listen to this, it may be for sale, but it's it's out there on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, and pretty much anywhere you would uh, want to order books. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, please hit subscribe and continue to track with the Presence Pioneers podcast. If you're on YouTube, if you would give us a little thumbs up, leave us a comment, that would be awesome. If you're on Apple, if you could give us a rating or a review in the podcast app or iTunes, uh, that would really help us build credibility and let more people uh, experience this podcast. So thank you so much for your support. And don't forget, God's presence changes everything. <laughs>